Hello and welcome to Me, Myself, and I, How to Have a Relationship with Me. My name is Charlene McClendon and I am a licensed professional counselor in Atlanta, Georgia. The information I will be sharing today is for educational and informational purpose only. It is not to be used in lieu of mental health treatment. This week during our podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about trauma bond and how a trauma bond can affect the relationship that you have with yourself. Yes, last week we talked a little bit about how trauma can affect the relationship with your, you have with yourself. So we're going to go a little deeper into trauma bonds. Like last week, we talked about trauma being an outside-of-the-body experience, right? That caused a inside-of-the-body experience. And when it caused that inside-of-the-body experience, right, it's a psychological wound. It happens on the outside of the body, but it affects the inside of the body. And trauma can look different for everyone. The thing is, a lot of times people look for major things to be considered like a trauma, a disaster thing that they label as trauma or a um, physical abuse or verbal abuse, those things, and rapes and sexual abuse. And all of those things are absolutely trauma. But also, it can be anything that can cause a trauma. So we want to be mindful of what are some of the traumas that can create a trauma bond, right? Some trauma that can create a trauma bond could be like a sudden death of a loved one. That can create trauma. Um, being separated from a parent for whatever reason um, at an early age or later in life can be trauma. Um, being bullied as a child or an adult is another form of trauma. You know, the loss of a friendship or intimate relationship can be trauma. You know, living in a home where it's always fighting and yelling as a child or even as an adult can be a form of trauma. Uh, constantly being blamed or you're experiencing shame from a loved one, from a friend, right? That can be trauma. But also, you're being forced to keep a secret within the family. That can be a trauma, right? And so when we think about trauma, a lot of times we don't think about what is happening to us, right? We've kind of been taught how to experience pain, but not experience pain, right? So we are taught to say, to react in the pain, but then we're not taught how to say, ouch, and deal with the pain, what does that mean? When you react in the pain, right, you become defenses. You may be fighting, get off of me. You know, you may come back at a person about something that they've done to you. When we say ouch in the pain, we get to deal with the pain, what it's doing to us, and then we get to talk about it to whoever is inflicting the pain. It's just like conflicts. A lot of people say that they do not like conflicts. They like, I avoid conflicts like the plague. Conflicts are beautiful things because conflicts allows you to say, ouch, you hurt me. This is how you hurt me. And I need you not to hurt me this way again. 
That is when we get to say, ouch, to our pain. Hey, ouch, you hurt me. This is the pain you inflicted on me. And I do not need this type of behavior to continue if I stay in this relationship with you. And it can be any relationship, right? It can be relationship with a partner or a husband, a wife, children, parents, right? Co-workers uh, with your supervisor, it could be any relationship which you get to say, ouch. So today we're going to talk a little bit about trauma bonds, right? And how do they affect our relationships with ourselves, right? Trauma bond is what we call a hormonal attachment that is built on a repeated cycle of abuse between an abuser and the victim or individuals who share similar trauma, Right? When you share this similar trauma, it can create this falsehood that you are experiencing love, that you're safe, that you can trust this person, but you become dependent on this person, right? When we experience trauma in our childhood or in adult, again, it separates us from ourselves. It alters who we are. And again, it's an out-of-the-body experience that's held inside of the body that creates this psychological wound. When we experience this psychological wound, right, we get disconnected. And usually what can happen when we experience the wound, it becomes skewed. It's skewed in how we bond and it's skewed in how we trust, right? And um, what happens also when we have a bonding and a trust due to the hormonal attachment, right? We experience oxytocin. oxytocin. Oxytocin is when we are engaged in important relationships, right? It creates a natural hormone that sets the stage for bonding and trust within our relationships. And a lot of times that is built in the early relationships, our parent-child relationships with our grandparents and uncles and aunts and nieces and nephews. We create this bonding and trust early on in our lives. And when it is experiencing trauma, whatever that trauma is, it can cause us to become disconnected. And the thing is, not only do we become disconnected from others, most importantly, we become disconnected from ourselves, right? Trauma becomes this violation of our bond and our trust with ourselves, right? It's because we've been imprinted on by those important relationships. And when we're imprinted on at an early age due to trauma by those important relationships, we get separated. We get, you know, lost. We get, we try to make things up. Remember, our families are our important exercise gym is what I call it. Our families teaches us how to love, how to fight fair, how to uh, forgive, how to have compassionate, how to trust, how to be in relationships. Our family teaches us all of these things. And when we're growing up, if we don't get a healthy picture of those things, we make it up. We make it up based on what we see on TV, what we see in TV shows, movies, what we hear in music, right? We make up how to be in relationships. And when we're making up how to be in relationships, a lot of times what's happening is we're making it up based on who someone else is, but not who we are. 
And due to the trauma coming in and violating us, we never get to discover who we are. We move into a survival mode because we're just trying to survive the emotional experience that's happening to us. And as we look at building a relationship with ourselves, right, trauma plays a critical role in our identity and who we believe we are. When trauma is presented as love, as safety, and as trust in any relationship, right, it builds your core of your relationship. So that means is if you're experiencing trauma at an early age or at any point in your life from someone that you love, someone who's very important to you. So they're they're inflicting trauma, but then they come back and they um they come back and present as safety. They inflicted the pain, the trauma, then they come back and they save you from the trauma. What happens is you develop a skewed relationship around what safety is, right? So safety now is attached to the trauma. So when you experience the trauma, it hurts, but it has a message of safety with it, right? The same is with love. The same is with trust, right? It did trauma skews love and safety and trust and builds around it, an unhealthy view and definition of what love, safety, and trust is, right? And this can result in us separating and at time having a lack of understanding of who we are, what love means to us, how do we keep ourselves safe, and most importantly, how do we even trust us, right? How do we even get to know who we are? And as it leaves a negative view on what love is safety and trust in, right? Keep in mind, this is affecting also our attachment to ourselves and to other people, right? Attachment plays a huge part in any relationship, right? It, it, it can be positive. It can be negative. But when trouble is introduced, the attachment then becomes skewed, right? It plays a part in you either attaching to someone in a healthy way or attaching to someone in a negative way. Trauma forms this bond that can create a toxic relationship with other people, which in turn create a trauma bond. But not only can you be toxic in relationships with other people, right? But also you can have a toxic relationship with yourself. And so that can be how you view yourself, your belief system, how you love on yourself, how you honor yourself, how you see yourself, your belief system about yourself can become skewed because of a trauma bond as well. It don't allow you to show up as yourself. It don't allow you to see yourself because you can only see the relationship that is entwined due to the pain you experience from the trauma. Trauma bond relationship creates this unrealistic view or euphoria moments with others that leaves no room for a relationship with yourself. You're always in this space outside of yourself that you don't have space to be able to see yourself. It's no room for you, right? And so if you don't have any room to nurture you, to support you, to see you, to honor, to love you, how do you then get to know who you are? How do you develop your relationship with yourself? Most importantly, that your identity, right? 
It results in you never gaining a sense of yourself outside of other people, outside of this bond, right? So it causes you then to rely on the definition others have of who you are and who you should be and what you need, right? So building a relationship with you is directly related to you alone. It's you getting to know you through your own values. It's you getting to know you through your own belief. Also, you getting to know you through your own trauma and any biases you may have towards yourself so you can start to build what safety is for you, what trust is for you, what stability is and acceptance, patience and love for you, which is connected to your identity. Remember, when your foundation as a child is directly related to who you are as an adult, and it's based on what you have experienced as, as a child. A lot of times people say, well, that happened in childhood. You know, I've forgiven people and I move on. But when you're in therapy, working in therapy, when you go back and look at those experiences, you can see that sometimes you have not gotten rid of those things. Those things are continually showing up in your life as an adult or wherever you are in your life. So the things you thought you put in this compartment and you tucked it away really is showing up in how you see yourself, right? How you view yourself. And then most importantly, how your behavior is towards yourself. This means that <clears throat> what was modeled for you as a child as it relates to having relationships or the trauma you experience, right, can be linked to how you see yourself as an adult and how you show up, how you show up at work, how you show up in your friendships, how you show up in your family system, right? All of those things are related to what was modeled for you. If you were in a family system that um, whenever anybody said, ouch, and said, oh, you hurt me, someone said, me too, you never got to, no one get, never got to acknowledge your hurt. So then when you grow up, when you experience something and you um, are thinking, well, somebody else's um, issue is more important than me. It's bigger than me. I shouldn't say anything. You don't see the value in your ouch. You don't see that it's okay to say your ouch because when you were younger, growing up in your family system, what happened was whenever you said ouch, someone said me too. It was never a space for your ouch. It was always a measured measuring of someone else's ouch to yours right? And so you got to, along the way, the message was when you said out, it wasn't important. And it is important because when you get to say ouch, you get to release the ouch, you get to heal the ouch, and then you get to move on the other side of the ouch. When we don't give ourselves space to say, hey, that hurts me. I don't like what it did. And then create a space for yourself. Even if someone else don't want to create the space, you create your own set space for your ouch. Then you get to heal your ouch. But then that also allows you to set the foundation for your relationship with you and other people. Right? And sometimes that can be hard because that can mean some relationships that you're in, you may need to leave. Right, some relationships you in that are very important to you can be doing more damage to you than there is giving back to you. Right? 
So um, also, let's talk a little bit about when you build a relationship with yourself, right? It can be some pushback because of the trauma bonds and cost of the relationship. And the pushback cannot be from other people. It can be pushed back from you, right? It can be pushed back with you knowing that if you set healthy boundaries in this relationship, it would change the direction of your relationship with yourself. So that means if in the trauma bond, and you are relying on this person, right? You are, you all are intertwined because of this trauma. They are your people. They understand you like nobody else, right? But a part of you, once you start to do some healing, recognize, man, this has hurt me more than it's really helping me. But if I lose this, then I don't have anything, right? And the reason for that is you don't see you. So you don't even see if you have to walk away from a relationship that you don't have anything, but the anything you do have is you, right? You start to build that relationship with you. You start to get clear with yourself. You start to get clear with who you are. You start to discover who you are. You start to get engaged in life, right? But when we're in this trauma bond, when we can't see us outside of the bond, we see the bond as our life and what it can be what it can be doing is it can be sucking the life out of you, right? Because the trauma bonds are very powerful, right? Oftentimes individuals deny themselves and the truth of relationship because they need to put other people before you. And think about it. If you grew up as a child and you were never seen and you were always taught to put someone before you, then in a trauma bond, you always see this person as more important than you. You always see this person as their needs are more important to make them happy, that they never experienced pain. They're never inflicted in pain. You just want to always make sure they're good, but you never see you. You always put them before you. And what this can do, it leads to, you can feel guilty if you want to do anything for you, right? If you want to choose yourself, if you want to say, ouch, I don't like when you do something, what happens is you can experience these feelings of guilt, right? Because a lot of times when we're engaging in trauma bonds, what can happen is you become overly responsible for the person, right? You overly loving them. You overly compassionate towards them. You overly sympathetic to who they are over yourself. You can always only see them outside of yourself, but that connection with them due to the trauma say that they get you like no one else, that this is your person, and that no matter what, it's y'all against the world. And what happens is, again, you don't see you. You only see the needs of the person. So how can you start to build a relationship with yourself? The first thing is start to sit with yourself. Start to allow time every day to be intentional with sitting with yourself. And then when you sit with yourself, be honest with yourself. Be honest. If you're not going to be honest with anybody else, be honest with yourself, right? And in the way you be honest with yourself, start to ask yourself some questions. Does the treatment you give away to the person you are in a relationship or people you're in a relationship with, um, does it hurt you or is it helping you? So when you're so intertwined in these relationships, is it hurting you? 
or if it's helping you. Be honest. Be honest in how you feel in these relationships. Be honest in how this relationship shows up if it gives anything to you, right? We want to be honest in the emotions. Emotions are very tricky. Emotions will make you think you have something you don't. And the only way you can do, you can discern whether you have something is to fact check the emotions. We want to fact check the emotions, right? Because trauma separates us. It disconnects us, right? And when we feel disconnect, we feel lonely. We feel like we're out here on our own. We feel like we have nobody around us. And that can be emotions and it cannot be facts, right? So we want to fact check the emotions, right? So we want to talk about the treatment you're giving away to others is it hurting you or is it helping you? Also, what does it mean when you give grace to others and you're very negative towards yourself, right? You're holding yourself to this higher standard. A lot of times that can happen because when you're in a trauma bond and if you say, ouch, and then the person may say, hey, you really hurt me, you know, when you, um, the way you spoke to me when you call on the phone, call me last night, right? And so what happened is then you can have this negative behavior towards yourself and like, oh my God, you know, have this guilt. I hurt them. But then you can hold yourself to a, a standard of what's wrong with you? You so crazy. Why would you say that? You'll beat yourself up about saying ouch to a situation that hurting you. So we want to really be able to talk, think about the grace that you're extending to others. Are you able to extend that same grace to yourself? Or are you extending grace to others and having a negative behavior towards yourself? Also, what you want to do is, do you believe others deserve patience and kindness, but you deserve criticism? right? So do they deserve to have patience and kindness for you to have time for them, to be able to create this space for them, but you're so critical of yourself and the decisions you make around yourself. Also, do you constantly think of others and their needs over your own? That you can never see your needs, you can never see the time you need for you. And this doesn't mean, you know, always getting your hair done, getting your nails done, going out to eat movies and traveling, but sitting with yourself, getting to know yourself, quiet time, creating the discovery of yourself, being able to think about who you are, what you don't know about yourself, what you would like to know about yourself, right? Are you constantly thinking about other people over yourself, right? Another thing in building a relationship with yourself, do you often overlook painful and hurtful behavior towards yourself out of guilt? So if someone is constantly inflicting hurt and pain towards you, their behavior, every time they show up with you is harsh, is um, damaging, it doesn't make you feel good. Do you often overlook that because of the trauma bond, because this is your person, they know me like nobody else, right? But it's because guilt, because you don't want to say anything, you don't want to make them feel bad, right? And so, but when we build a relationship with ourselves, we're able to see us and other people, right? Just because you're building a relationship with yourself 
don't mean you can't see other people too. That's the misconception. It's that you can, you know, sometimes what can happen is we can always see outward. We can always see other people, but we can never see us. I always tell my clients, you can love you and other people too, right? It's, there, it's been this misconception that you can only love other people so to the point that it's just so consuming, right? And then it's like, but then they don't love you back that way, right? You can love other people and you as well. Right. So when you're building a relationship with yourself, you're being able to see the importance of who you are and your needs. Right. That's critical to you being able to give you space to get to know yourself. Trauma comes into your life and it alters it. It, it alters it due to the violations. It alters it due to separating from you from you. Um, it alters you by um, disconnecting you from you and other important relationships. So by getting to know you, you get to know a level of how to love you, right? How to provide for you, how to see you, how to be with you, how to have grace for you, how to be kind to you, how to be loving to you, and most importantly, how to have patience with you. We're not going to always get it right. We're not going to always make the right decisions. But if you can't have grace for you and patience for you for what you don't know until you learn some new tools, then you're going to always see you in a negative light. We don't want to always see ourselves in a negative light. Everything about us is not negative, right? Some of the behaviors that we have that we may have learned over the course of our lives because it was modeled for, you, for us. But we get to learn and make different decisions for our lives. We get to take ownership of us. We get to start to see us. And when we do that, that will change the direction of other relationships. And a lot of times we're afraid to see us because some of the relationships we are in can be very harmful to us that we may need to let go. If not letting go of the relationship, being able to show up and ask for your needs to be met in the relationship. Remember when I talked about conflicts, right? You get to say, ouch, that hurt me. This is how it hurts me, and I need you not to hurt me that way again. What usually happens is when we tell a person, don't hurt us this way again, and they do, that means we have to take actions for our lives. And so that means it's no longer their responsibility, but it's our responsibility to take responsibility for us. And sometimes that means setting healthy boundaries, right? Setting healthy boundaries. Boundaries are a lack of love. Boundaries are a act of love. They're an act of love for you. They're an act of love for other people. So as we come to the end of today's episode of Trauma Bond, I want you really to think about what is a trauma bond, which we talked a little bit about. It's a hormonal attachment that builds a bond and trust, right? And when you are experiencing that bonding and trust due to trauma, it can create, 
this trauma bond, right? And it can be repeated cycle of abuse, but it can be a one incident that can create this trauma bond. And so what we want to think about, are we in trauma bonds in relationships? And if we are, how do you start to see you? How do you start to develop a relationship with you that you get to heal and then you get to choose mutual relationships that also are healed, that you can start to have a whole and blossoming life. As we come to the end of me, myself, and I, how to have a relationship with me podcast, you know I love to leave you with a quote. And today's quote is, the purpose of your life isn't to look for love, it's to delete all barriers which prevent you from loving yourself. Again, the purpose for your life isn't to look for love, it's to delete all barriers which prevent you from loving yourself. And this is by Buddy Bits. Remember, and when I hear that, it is, it's saying, we're so focused on trying to find love that we miss the barriers that are keeping us from having the love. And sometimes in identifying those barriers and deleting them, we find love. And the first love we find is the love that we have for ourselves. Remember, it's hard to give away anything that you don't give to yourself. It's hard to give away anything that you don't give to yourself, right? So as always, be good to yourself. There's only one of you.